All right. Hey, guys, welcome to an episode of On the Come Up series with your girl, Priscilla. Today, we have a special guest from Philly, um, Akeem Bill, who is an four-in-one individual. He is a rapper, producer, engineer, and last but not least, a writer. Akeem, how are you doing today? Hey, what's up? How you doing? I'm doing good. Um, so as I mentioned before, like when I was seeing like you are a rapper, producer, engineer, and writer, I was thinking like, isn't this guy exhausted? So like being yeah. a four one person, like how do you yeah. manage to do all those four things? Um, man, it's a it's a balance that I still haven't like mastered. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I'm still kind of going off of like how I feel because I'm just overall just generally speaking, I'm just a creator. I just like express stuff I'm just complete like artists I would say mm-hmm. so whatever medium I choose to use to express myself through art is just what I choose at that moment mm-hmm. yeah That's- but it definitely exhausting is a is a good term yeah <laughs> but did you start like doing one thing and then kind of like figure you had talent or other things so for example like did you start by being a poet first and then as time growing you're like oh wait I'm a really good rapper and then just continue from there like, how did you develop yeah. it? That's interesting. I think that it started off with me writing. Writing, like, always came first. But kind of transitioning it to creative writing didn't come until later on. I just, like, in school, I was just, like, always really good, like, advanced at writing. Mm-hmm. Just generally. Um, and in art, too, I started, like, drawing and stuff like that in, like, elementary school. Like, I was really big on that. I won a couple, like, art competitions, like, in my school. Yeah. Um, and I really like my first poem also was like in first or second grade. So like I've it's always been kind of like a mixture of the two, but I never really obviously as a kid, like you never really like zone in on one thing. I right. was just I always knew that I was right like I could write academically, like I could write well. Right. That's what I knew. Right. Um I couldn't really tangibly put into perspective like my poetic, like, you know, artistically is like it's no, it's really hard to gauge that. Right. So Yeah. So I told you this before, but like I actually found you first on Instagram by your writing. And then when I was reading it, I was like, this is so deep because I feel like I was kind of like into your mind, like what you were saying. And one thing I found really cool about writers is that they're so vulnerable, you know? And when I was this, I was like, how does this guy be able to write that? Like, like allow people to see like his innermost like feelings. So when you're writing your poems, like, is it scary at first to let people in or is it kind of like a freeing moment? Or is it both? To be honest with you, it's it's the latter of the two. It's like it's 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 freeing to be honest. Like I I literally feel like I have to write. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to express myself. The page, um, if you want to kind of get the backstory of that page, I only started that page like late late last year. Yeah. Um, and when I first started, I wanted it to be something that was uh, had substance to it. And when I first started, I had, you know, probably a couple hundred people following it and shit. So, excuse me, excuse my language, but um, had a couple people following, a couple hundred people following it. And I felt like, you know, people wasn't really like paying attention. So I was like, really like, you know what I mean? Like people wasn't giving it up, like how I was like giving it up, like just expressing myself in the moment. And that's one thing about what I write too. I never really sit on a poem. Mm. I write it and I post it. Like I don't write like for the future I write in the moment like exactly how I feel at that moment um I feel like that's just the most organic way just like to break all the filters and barriers because you don't want to like 
I don't want to like sit on a poem and be like, oh, maybe, maybe I won't post that. Yeah. You know, I want to write it and be like, oh, all right, cool. As long as it's gram- grammatically correct, right. I'm just going to submit that job. Mm. So, yeah, and it just, it just kind of blew up. I don't know. Just, okay. I can't really explain it. Just like people kind of started resonating to it and, you know, started getting some celebrities follows and shit. So, yeah. yeah. So when you write, do you write with like a specific expectation in mind? Like, I want people to be able to feel this way. I want people to react that way. Or do you just react and then whatever happens, happens? Um, I write from experience. Um, I always say like, I, I write from what inspires me. Yeah. Like, I want, I'm inspired by a lot. Like, I let, I let basically everything inspire me in some way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You either let it inspire you, you let it hinder you in some way. You know, so I always try to look at everything from an inspirational, you know, sense, like creatively, so I can then turn that into some creative, uh, creative fuel to, uh, you know, make art. So when I, when I post, I mean, I don't know, I really be writing for myself, to be honest, it's this fresh shit, like, that's on my mind, like, um, and people resonated with it, just like, you know, it's dope, it's dope, like, you know, mm-hmm. people but, resonate with it because it's them. It's what they're experiencing. It's what they're feeling inside of them. They just didn't know how to articulate it, you know? Yeah. So I'm kind of like speaking for, like, I'm the voice of a lot of people that I write for, if you will. Right. Um, but it's hard to like, ten- like make this like tangible, you know, understanding of it. Just, you know, I yeah. never was good at that. I feel you. I feel when you say like you're the voice because like when I read some of your poems, like some of the things that you say is how I feel. But like I think I'm grateful that you said it because you know how some people say like a lot of people think the same thing, but it's always that one person who's willing to say it. Um, and I think of like that's how like when I go to your page, it's like how I feel. It's like there's a collective of people that feel the way that you feel, but either they're too scared to like be able to say it or write it. But then when we see it on your page is like it resonates with us because you're on the same page with that. So dumb, exactly. Cool. It's dumb talking. Literally. Yeah. It's yeah. your experience, you know. Yeah. That's what art is. You know, that's that's the beauty of art. That's what I love about it. So can we expect the book coming out? Book? Yeah, um book. yeah, I'm like I'm in the process. So you say you found my you found my uh my book page or the village words. The village words I do have the village reads. Okay, gotcha. Where you found that page first? That's what's up. <laughs> so like the village reads kind of like a off, you know, like a branch of the village words, which mm-hmm. I just I felt like it was necessary to create a book club to yeah. for some of my followers because I'm you know I'm sure they're into reading. So mm-hmm. and for me too personally because I you know I slack in reading so. I think that it was it was a good idea for me because since mm-hmm. I'm curating it and I'm like picking the books of the months and stuff like that, I have to actually read now. Mm-hmm. So like I'm back into books and you know I'm reading again. So I think yeah. that's dope. Um, yeah, and also for me, like I'm gonna be a an author, so you know it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So this month book is uh, Toni Morrison. She's, I think like. Um, for people who are first starting like reading, Toni Morrison is a lot to pick up, but I think it's good mm. in the long run because the mm. style that she writes in, not many authors write that kind of way. Um, so when you pick like the book of the month for your book club, is it like authors that has inspired you or like you want people to be able to know who they are? Like, how do you pick your authors? 
first and foremost, I try to keep it like I try to keep it at black authors. Yeah. Um, for right now. Yeah. That's the way I see it. Um, I think it's important to highlight black authors and black literature. For sure. Um, I don't think it's I don't think it's like I don't think it's given the the light that it you know necessarily deserves. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I try to focus on black authors for the time being. If mm-hmm. you know. So Toni Morrison obviously is an icon in literature and I think the book of the month is I wanted something because I kind of was like a little bit behind so I wanted something that was like one of her shorter shorter pieces that's why I picked the current book which is still an amazing book right yeah that's pretty cool so when you said before that when you write your poetry is kind of like what you're feeling in the moment is it the same creative process for when you're writing like your raps is it when you're in the moment or is like a whole different creative process for writing your raps? no it's definitely like it's definitely like in the moment vibes um but the one the thing about raps too like you can also you can also write something in the moment and feel that way and record it on something different you know that's the that's the thing like you can always feel that emotion of like writing that rap because it's it's written now it's just like laying it down it's a different story right so yeah you can you can always like come back to it I think I saw a piece um, with uh, with Kendrick Lamar, like his his process and how he does his writing is like he'll feel a way, like he'll be inspired, and when he records, he'll find like a beat that puts him back into that place yeah. where he was inspired, so he can then write to it from that experience. Okay. So I wouldn't say my way is like similar. I try to like. I try to like feel the beat out and really express what I think the beat is trying to relay. Okay. Yeah. That's really, that's my process for right now anyways. So being in the musical scene, like is there a specific artist that was your inspiration growing up or do you want to become like your inspiration because of what there's lack of? Um, Musical scene inspirations. my inspirations. I have a lot of inspirations. Um, like I said, I try to be inspired by everything. So, like people, people I like look up to, like fans. Yeah. I, I mean, like fan. Like I'm a fan of. Um, I'd say like Tupac. Mm. Um, I like Cole. I like J Cole. I like like Kendrick. Mm. I like this dude on TV called Zay Rashad musically. Like those are, those are some people, yeah. I think. And also like Donald Glover, I like him from like a writing aspect because I did actually, I was gonna go to NYU for creative writing, wow. and he was one of the inspirations for that thought uh, before I decided to go to Temple. Yeah. Uh, for media production. Mm-hmm. So that was like the idea. Like I was, because I'm still gonna write scripts and, and stuff like that. I want to definitely evolve my writing into like more, maybe even film writing and stuff like that. Okay, because when I listen to um, I listen to your album um, The Village of Asylum, and then when uh-huh. I was listening to one of the song Autumn, I think that that one's my favorite on the on the album is because like your sound is a bit different from what I hear. So I don't usually mm-hmm. listen to like American rap. I listen to like more like British and like French rap, um, mm-hmm. but like your sound was different than the rap here in America because for one. Um, it was with the artist M.E. Is that how you pronounce her name? M.E.? Yeah. 
you want to yeah. say anything? Emmy, yeah, Emmy, yeah. Yeah, so that song was cool because, like, it had, like, a string of instruments, and then it had Emmy's, like, vocals, and then your rap, and so it was, like, a lot of things together blended. So when I thought that, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, this song sounds really dope and unique, and it's, like, his way of rapping. And then I thought about it, and I was like, when you, like, when you blow up, like, when you grow more and more in the music scene, like, do you change, um, like, in a natural way, or do you want to, like, maintain your sound, like, forever? Like, how does that possibly yeah. work? To be honest, like, I feel like you have to, I learned this with, like, writing poems. Yeah. I feel like you have to, you have to really put in, like, some time to really even develop what your sound is to know your sound. Yeah. Like, knowing your sound is, like, knowing yourself. You know what I'm saying? The term, like, selling your soul is, like, people knowing themselves and, like, choosing to go outside of themselves to, like, create something to appease something else, like, someone else or whatever. Yeah. Like, for me, I feel like I'm at a point where with my next project, I think I should be at a point where, like, I know my sound for sure. Okay. Um, I think I have an understanding of, like, what I do well at as far as creating music. Um and I try to tap into that, but I also try to like, I try to explore it too, like creatively, you know, I, I want to try different flows out. I don't want to be like the stagnant person that's like rapping the same flow and like mm -hmm. the same types of beats right. and stuff like that. I want to just create and like have my fans open to more versatile, you know, music. Yeah. So, but it's funny that you brought up the Autumn. Autumn's, yeah, Autumn's dope. Um, Autumn was one of those tracks where like I, my, my part was pretty easy. Like just writing, you know, my verse for it's like super easy. I wrote that while I was in college, actually, just like mm -hmm. literally walking to class. Like I was just listening to the beat and just like writing, just thinking of the lyrics in my head. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't really even write all them down. Like, and then like, I also wrote like her part too. Like we were just in the studio, five and out, came up with her part. Um, she kind of, she kind of added some of her own, own lyrics to it. Okay. And yeah, we actually made her, um, we made her, what you call it, her vocals, like a part of the instrumentation, if you peep. It's, it's getting louder here. I'm about to go outside. Okay. Hold on one second. Yeah, so we made it, we made her vocals a part of the, the instrumentation, if you peep. Yeah. You still see me? Yeah, I see you. So where did so then where how did I look in the song come from? What's that? I said so the idea of autumn come from yeah. Yeah, where did the idea for autumn come from? Hmm. So the beat that we were working on, um, beat that I had originally, it was called Summer Bump, mm -hmm. and the time that I wrote it, the song, it was autumn. <laughs> so like mm -hmm. I just. So like I just changed it to like a different season. That's yeah. really it. Yeah. Yeah. I know like whenever someone goes after like their goals or dreams, there's always like a setback or some sort of obstacle. Um, but when you go through that, like what's your why? Like what's your what's your reason for pushing through? Like why do you do what you do? Why do I do what I do? Um, I think it's really like my main underlying reason is because I made a promise to myself and I plan to keep that promise. Yeah, it's it's more layers to it, but I don't necessarily want to go into that right now. Sure. But I made a promise. I made like a really stern like promise to myself um, and to somebody else 
yeah. very important to me that I was going to stick to my goals and dreams. And really, like, just knowing that I could do it, to be quite honest with you, like, just knowing without a doubt that I could do it, you know? Like, I have no doubt that it's, it's very much possible and I could do it. So I was like, why not do it? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, why not go after it? I feel like we, I feel like we, like, buy into the idea that something's, like, so difficult and, like, we look at these like statistics of like how much people are able to do it and how, you know what I'm saying? How realistic yeah. that dream is, yeah. but we don't understand like those people who are going after it, like who's actually doing it, like who's, who's actually committed to it, who's actually serious about what they're doing. Because yeah. people who are serious and like actually are talented and really like are persistent. Yeah. Like you're, you're going to get far. You're going to go somewhere with it. Like it's, that's a fact, you know? It's a difference from saying that you're a rapper and like actually being a rapper and like putting the work in, putting the time in. You're gonna get somewhere. And also it's just marketing too, it's being smart and marketing right. I think I'm I think I'm like starting to understand that and trying to be better with it. Yeah. With like my content, like my creating pro my uh curating process and yeah. content stuff. I think I'm doing pretty well. I run three or four pages by myself, you know, like I barely have time. That's why like it's it was very hard for me to communicate to some people sometimes like it's hard you know what i'm saying like my personal page i'm like really on that mm. so okay you said a good thing my mom and dad always said like when there's people who have accomplished a lot in their lives in whatever sector my mom and dad always say everyone has the same 24 hours everyone has the same brain everyone has the same capability um Ooh. so when you say like you're just trying to see if it's possible it definitely is possible i just think that um Obviously, there's, there's some circumstances that stop people from going after what they want, but for the most part, it's like we're, we can do anything that other people are doing. Like, there's no difference between us and them. Absolutely. No. Yeah. That's, it's very much possible. We're all human beings. Like, it comes down to that. Like, yeah. we're all humans. <laughs> like, yeah. it's nothing. You're not, you're not like some like mysterious being that's like super talented. Like, we all, you know, hard work beats talent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think that's what I try to put in hard work. Speaking of hard work, what does your grind look like on a daily basis? Man, it, it <laughs> kind of fluctuates um, because you got to, I have, I really like circle my day around like the creative process, which I probably, I try to keep it as organic as possible. So like when I feel like, when I feel inspired to write a poem, I have to like, all right, now I'm going to shut stuff down to like write this poem. So like, I'll be freeing up space in my head to like start thinking of like ideas for a poem. Yeah. So I'll just be like, I'll just be mindlessly doing things just to like think of these ideas like in the background. Like, does it make sense? Like, I'll just be, say for instance, I want to write a poem. I put in my head like, okay, I'm about to write a poem. Okay. And then like, I'll just be like, just on my phone. just like thinking, but on my phone. You know what I'm saying? Like just, it's kind of like white noise. Like me being on my phone is like white noise while I think. Yeah. And just like just browsing, just browsing Instagram, just like going, you know what I'm saying? Like not really doing anything, but just like on the page still. And then I'll think of something and I'll go to my notes and I'll start writing. And yeah, sometimes it can just flow. And other times, like other times I have to like, I don't know, think of new things to like add. But when I'm, I never get stuck though. Like I never really get stuck as far as like writing. Like I always, you know, if I got to make it shorter, then it's going to be shorter. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I never want to, like, force a poem. Like, that's never something I'm going to do. Okay. You want to be, like, more organic. Yeah, like, I try to, I think that that's very important. I think just, like, authenticity is, like, really important as far as, like, content creation and art. Like, I take that serious. Yeah. When I when it comes to art, like, I, I don't cheat. I don't cheat myself as far as, like, what I want to put out. Yeah. You know, I want to, I want it to resonate um, because it resonates with me. Like, if I read it back, I'm like, yo, yes, this is how I feel, you know? Mm. Okay. So what's the, um, what is the best, what is the best advice that someone has ever given you? And then what's the best advice that you can give to someone else who is on the come up to becoming an artist or a poet? So first question, Third. what's the best advice that you've gotten? That's the advice I've gotten. Yeah. Man. Akeem, I can't hear you. You can't hear me at all. You were on mute. I can hear you now. You were on mute. I were on I was on oh where I probably had my like my hand in my fucking so. AirPods. Yeah. But um best advice someone has given me. That's tough. I can't really think of anything off the top. I think it's more so like encouraging words. I think those are more like important for me. Like, you know, I had my cousin tell me that like he believed in me and like, you know, he sees my grind and mm-hmm. he knows that I could, you know, I could achieve this because it's based off of how I've been like throughout my life, how like persistent I've been and like how like determined that I have, that I've been. He noticed that and he knows that, you know, I can make this, if anyone can make it happen, I can make it happen. And that's like, that's some inspirational words for me to hear. Yeah. Um, cause I, cause I appreciate that people notice that I'm serious about this. And like, you know, I'm not just a person that just says he wants to do something and just kind of does it, you know, I kind of, I go for it. So I think that's really important. Like encouraging words, like affirmations are color important. I don't think I really had advice because I don't, because I don't think there's anyone, like, that I know personally that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't – I haven't really met, like, celebrities or people trying to, like, doing – that I look up to that's doing what I'm trying to – that's at where I'm trying to be at yeah. to give me advice. So I haven't really had, like, anything stick to me, Yeah. to be quite honest with you. Okay. I'm still, like – you know what I'm saying? I'm still coming up. You're still in the come up. Yeah, exactly. Super come up. Yeah. Super duper come up right now. So then what's some word of encouragement that you can give to other people who are on the same page as you? Um, so I know a lot of people, like, so people, like, hit me up, with, like, as far as writing. Uh-huh. They ask for advice in terms of, like, how to produce content. And I always tell them, like, you have to allow yourself, like, allow yourself to be inspired, like, at all times. Mm-hmm. Like, that's literally one thing I always tell people, like, Allow yourself to be inspired at all times. And when I say at all times, I mean, like, the bad, like, your your terrible days. Like, right when you're feeling terrible. Like, right when you're feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, like, say something's annoying you. Like, say someone's, like, playing music or, like, doing something that's annoying you. Like, I take from everything. Like, literally, I've taken, like, ideas from, like, a song that was, like, annoying me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's you could take you could take from anything. Yeah. You know, just like how they say, like, you can find good in, like, everything. Like, there's yeah. a silver lining. Like, 
that's the easiest way. And I think that's just how I've been like, I've, I've lived my life just like trying to stay on that mm. glass half full sort of mentality. Yeah. That's, I think I'll, I'll take some of that advice too. Cause like, I think like when we think about inspiration, it's only the things that are like profound and perfect and like rainbows, like all the times. Yeah. But honestly, like you said, like inspiration can be from anything and everywhere. So we just take from like a absolutely, yeah. so true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The same idea. It's like the same idea of like one man's trash is another man's treasure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're like something like me. Say me, me living here, like where I'm living. Even though I want to live in like a big house and like like that people where I'm from like would be like where I'm living right now it's like that's inspirational for them you know what I'm saying that's why like where I'm living right now I'm gonna find inspiration yeah you know what I'm saying because there is inspiration everywhere yeah you know even if I'm like in their shoes I can find inspiration in their shoes you know because I've been there so yeah it's really really important I think you can find beauty in a lot of stuff that people don't try to look for Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I like that. Sure. So now we're, we're going to go to the part of getting to know you a little bit. So I just have like three to four questions, like fun facts. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. All right. First question. Who is the most played artist on your phone right now? Most played artist. Hmm. Should I check Spotify? <laughs> I'm out of, can I, check? I don't Ah, uh, Most played artist. On my phone, jeez, I play a lot of people because I like curry. Person that you always play like one others. Nah, not really. Like, uh, nah, okay. not really. Like, there's, there's not. No, I mean, <laughs> you don't believe that. No, really, I can't. I can look at my Spotify real quick. Can I? Can I look at it real quick? I right, hold on real quick. Let me check. Go ahead, All right, let me pull this up. Who, who the heck am I playing? I'm listening to a lot of beats right now because, like, I'm in a creative like process to make my project. Mm-hmm. But um, damn, who the heck? Let me go to my like songs. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really hard to say. <laughs> but I'll 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 say I'll say this though. Right now, as a creator, as a rapper, I don't have a most played artist. But when I did, like, as a fan, before I started really rapping, I'd say Isaiah Rashad was, like, my favorite artist. Like, my favorite, like, the way I write poems and people resonate to it, it's, like, how his lyrics resonated to, like, my life yeah. when I was living. And, like, this shit was just, like, you know what I'm saying? Every time I rapped it, I could rap it in front of someone and someone could think that I wrote it because it just correlates with what I'm, my life is. Right. So okay. I'd say Isaiah Rashad. Um, I'll list some people that I like used to be super heavy on. Um, I'd say Childish Gambino yeah. used to be heavy on. Polisac, I listened to that project like crazy. Um, it was a point where Absol was like, you know, his project was like, I was heavy on that. Um, yeah, that's it though. Okay, cool. And then. <laughs> Second question. So, from who's your favorite rapper from the '90s, the early 2000s, and currently right now? I know currently right now you mentioned J Cole and Kendrick, but in the '90s, who was your favorite rapper? Or what rapper did you like the most? And then early 2000s. From the '90s, um, I would say the '90s. 
I take Tupac, but like you can't even you can't even like go off of like you can't even like go off of that for real. Like he's more of like a, a icon for real, for real. like I say rapper though. Damn, what do I wanna say for rapper? Maybe like Nas. Okay. Nas. I listen to Illmatic a lot. Yeah. When I started rapping, like I was just trying to, you know master as far as like the rapping side of it mm-hmm. so Illmatic, Nas, uh, Jay-Z's like whole discography is like amazing yeah um yeah okay. I never really think about these questions to be honest that's why I had a you know when I first when I first started rapping I actually made this list um yeah. I made a list that of all the greatest like rappers I didn't really get through it, but, like, I went all the way back to, like, the 80s to, like, really listen to all of their songs. Just because, you know, when I started, I saw myself being in this game for the long run. You know, it's not like my child create just, like, this one song and, like, you know, fingers crossed and, like, you know, I make it. This is, like, for the long run. And that's what I'm trying to show right now. Okay. All right, yeah. so switch so, back to your poetry. Who is your favorite author? Favorite author? Poet, yeah. Favorite author. Hmm. Man, I, I got to say, like, James Baldwin. Yeah. Like, I think James Baldwin. Because I actually just, like, started, like, really reading more of his work. Um, I think Maya Angelou. Yeah. These are people that I've, I've actually, like, consumed their work. There's probably like some more recent writers and stuff that I can consume more of their work that I could really be inclined to support. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I think those two people because I've actually consumed their content. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Who else? Yourself. Yeah. yeah I mean. Why you consider yourself your favorite? I mean, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm not going to, like, go around, like, oh, I'm my favorite, whatever. But, yeah, I definitely consume a lot of my stuff just to, like, I don't know, just as a fan. Like, you know, I don't, I don't want to put work out that I don't like. So, yeah, I consume my stuff, but, yeah, other people's stuff also. All right, Keem. So, we're coming near the end of the interviews. So, can you tell the people where we can find you on social media? Where are your pages we can follow? Where can we support you? Um, social media is Akeemville, A-I-K-E-M-V-I-L-L, no E. Um, really on all platforms. And The Village Words, The Village Reads, those are two places, two platforms that I share more of my creative juice, if you will. Um. Yeah. All right. I wanted to say thank you. I appreciate you reaching out, and thank you for this lovely interview. Absolutely. I'm glad you came to be on, and we're I'm rooting for you. So I'm gonna be sharing your pages and your reads, and hopefully looking forward to your new project coming out soon, and your book and your album. So I'm excited for that. Thank you. Maybe we'll do another one when it comes out if you're down. Of course. I'm gonna follow. All right, Keen. You down for that? Of course. I'll hit you up. I'll follow you, right, so cool. I'll know when you'll be dropping new content. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right.
Peace. All right, take care. Bye. Peace. So now we switch over to the spotlight segment where I give a shout out to people in our community who we can show support to. This can range from someone publishing a new book, a new single coming out, or a business to support. For today's episode, I'll be shedding light on a company called Neek and Nans where you can buy freshly made seasonings, sauces, and more. They promote healthy eating and a plant-based lifestyle. Their items are seasoning blends of fresh vegetables and herbs for use in both vegan and meat dishes. With these blends, prep time is reduced, allowing families to prepare nutritious homemade meals as opposed to nutrient deficient fast and junk foods. Nika Nans aim to educate and empower people to regain control of their health and lives. Some of the feature items include Jamaican jerk seasoning, spicy cilantro seasoning, curry paste seasoning, condensed coconut milk, sage Jamaican fever grass tea, and more. You can support and shop through the Instagram and Facebook page at Neek and Nans. That's spelled N-E-E-K-A-N-D-N-A-N-S. Thank you all for tuning in today. I'd love to hear your thoughts on today's episodes. You can leave a comment on the YouTube and Instagram page at On The Come Up Series. I'll see you guys next Sunday.